Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thank you for tuning in. Got a great show for you for this Friday, June 6, 2013. This is our 609th episode. Today our big focus is museums in Hawaii. We're also going to tell you about our bipolar weather. We'll talk about the trade winds and a lot more as we get through the big show. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com, or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. All of our agents are born or raised here or lived here most of their lives, and that's going to give the edge when planning your Hawaii vacation, and we can actually save you money over sites like Expedia and Travelocity. So take the challenge, take the Hawaii Aloha Challenge. If you're working on an itinerary, send it over to us. Let us beat the price and give you some excellent service at the same time. That's what you deserve when you're booking a Hawaii vacation. Well, let's get right to it. You know, the weather has been really bipolar. I was mentioning that earlier. You know, we've had heavy rainstorms and then we've had like VOG and then sunny skies and then no trade winds at all and then back to trade winds. And any local will tell you it's been a hot summer so far, and it's just June. So early this week, uh, the Star Advertiser published this article on the trade winds and how they're declining. And they're saying that, experts are saying that they're going to drop slowly across the islands. And they say that the reason that this is happening is because there's kind of a shift in the winds. They don't really know why there is that shift in the winds. A lot of people are saying, oh, it's global warming. You know, they want to immediately blame it on that. But there's no evidence that it has anything to do with global warming. But I tell you, if we lose our natural air conditioning and when those trade winds die, and I think you've heard me say it here before, it, you know, it gets Miami hot. And, you know, I never like it when it's like that. But we are starting to anticipate that's going to happen more and more. But when I look around outside, I, you know, we've actually, I think, had a little more rain this year up and through June. But that's just me. I don't know. I, they're looking at different kinds of patterns that I'm not seeing. But it's something we want to keep an eye on. And let's, like, pray to the, you know, to the tiki gods that that's not going to happen. Uh, a lot of folks are beginning to notice the change, though. I've, I've, I've talked to folks who say they, they are noticing it, too. So uh, hopefully we can prepare for that. I don't know how you prepare, prepare for it. Uh, you get air conditioning. We have air conditioning in our house. Hardly ever use it, but when we get those muggy nights, we, we do use it. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Another news topic relevant to those living here in Hawaii and also vacationing to Hawaii has to do with sunscreen usage. Now, there's a new study. I don't know if you've seen this study that found that finds that daily use of sunscreen actually prevents and slows wrinkles and sagging skin. Now, the study involved 900 white people in Australia, which was a destination chose, chosen for its intense sun exposure to residents, and two groups. Now, one group used the sunscreen as they've been using it for years, meaning intermittently or uh, when there's direct sunlight contact, and the other group used SPF 15 every single day for 4.5 years. And the result was smoother, healthier looking, more resilient skin in the group who used the sunscreen every day. That's pretty dramatic, I think. But it go all goes to the idea of using sunscreen. Now, people who come to Hawaii, you must you you have to use sunscreen. If you don't, 
you, you, especially days like we're talking about now, you're going to get burned. I mean, it's just common sense. But I never knew that it was really doing, I don't use sunscreen regularly like they're talking about here. Now, I was watching Dr. Oz just last night. I happened to be watching it. And he was talking about that it, you're actually healthier if you use sunscreen every day. So I'm not sure what kind of sunscreen this is or if it's really true, but it's certainly something worth thinking about, especially when you're talking about coming to Hawaii anyway, where you can kind of start putting on this sunscreen before you come here on vacation kind of thing, kind of get your body and skin you know, ready for it. Another thing that is in the news a lot, and Matt Lauer talked about it on the Today Show when those guys were here, is the swells in Waikiki. And I just want to remind folks that this time of year, it's kind of the opposite during the winter months. On the south shores of the islands, we have much bigger waves. And the waves are so big this year that we're having a lot of lifeguards getting really very busy. Just yesterday, we had over 20 rescues in the Waikiki area. So my point about this is don't ignore this the, these swells that we're having if you're coming to Waikiki. The waves are a lot higher than we ever expected before. So please be very careful while you're here. You don't want this to kind of ruin your vacation if it happens. So please be careful in Waikiki right now because of those waves that you're going to be here in the next week or so. And you, you'll be hearing it on the news. There'll be warning signs, but still people don't realize it. And there's obviously an issue going on with uh, tourists and people coming in and not realizing how dangerous these waves can be. So be careful with that if you're going to be out in Waikiki. Now, today's topic, I, I wanted to focus on the best museums in Hawaii. And I wanted to talk about these, these, these museums because you're thinking about a vacation in Hawaii. It's usually the last thing you think about, right, is the museums that we have. But we have such wonderful, wonderful museums that we represent so much of the multiculturalism here in Hawaii that it's certainly worth including some of these or one or two of these in your Hawaii vacation. And they're especially great to have ready just in case there's some kind of weather like it rains. You definitely need something to do. So these are great ideas for you. Another thing is that a lot of the places I'll be talking about here are kid-friendly and interactive. So they offer a lot of cultural stimulation for the whole family. And I think it's a great way to spend the day outside of the beach uh, when, especially like, you know, as like a little alternative to kind of mix it up a little bit on your Hawaii vacation when you're looking for some stuff to do. Now, there's a couple of museums I'm going to go over on each island. This might take a little bit of time, but I think it's worth getting out there. And the first stop that I'm going to talk about is the Bishop Museum. It's located right in Honolulu, and it's kind of easy to get to, and it offers a lot of good parking, so there's no issue there. If you've got a car, it's really easy to get to. Also, the bus system easily will get you there, and you can choose from a variety of daily programs that they have. They have a welcome tour. And I highly recommend you get on the welcome tour. When I've gone there a couple of times with visitors, I always put them on the welcome tour so you get a really good overview. And then there's the garden tour, which you can learn about our ahupaha systems. And this is uh, how Hawaii sustains itself through agriculture. And these are this is just a great educational experience. And then there's a great planetarium show where you can really learn about the Hawaii's night sky and you can see planets and constellations. And they even have demonstrations on lava melting. 
where visitors can watch rock and cinder melt in like a recreation performance of molten hot lava. It's pretty incredible. And there's a lot to see and do there. So you got to really you know, decide what you want to do. You can really keep yourself entertained the whole, ta- the whole day. And there's a spectacular Hawaiian hall, which is an absolute must-see. They redid this a couple of years ago, and the, muse- the museum is open, open every day except Tuesday and also on Christmas Day. And they charge anywhere from fourteen ninety five to nineteen ninety five. Uh, depends on you know whether it's kids or an adult. The adult price is nineteen ninety five, and if you have kids younger than three, they go for free. Another place I always like to recommend is the Mission Houses Museum on Oahu. You might have heard me talk about this before. I've done a whole podcast about the Mission Houses Museum. And it's active. It's very interesting. It's a nice walking tour that you can get. You can get also a guided tour. And it's a real look into old Hawaii before the overthrow. Quite possibly the most crucial landmark for understanding contemporary Hawaii. Marks the years 1820 to 1863, where there was a real shift in history here in the islands. And there's also a cute little uh, museum cafe and tea parlor where you can do tea time there. It's really very, very nice and very relaxing. It's kind of like an outdoor garden they have there. It's very nostalgic and it's very intriguing. So I highly recommend the Mission Houses downtown. It's open Tuesday through Saturday and the admission ranges from $6 to $10 for general admission, uh, $6 for college students with IDs. And they also have comma Ina rates if you're local and you're listening to this and you haven't done it. And they have days where there's half price off and sales and stuff. So get in touch with me. I'll let you know if when you're coming in, I can get you a good deal on the Mission Houses. A great thing to see. Let's switch now to Kauai. Now, keep in mind, of course, there's Iolani Museum and those, but everybody knows about those. So I, I'm kind of trying to give you ones that you might not have heard of that you might want to include in your schedule. Because I know a lot of people will be thinking, well, what about Iolani Palace? Yeah, it is a museum and it is definitely worth it too. Um, but let's move over to Kauai real quickly here. There's the Hindu Monastery, which is, you know, it's not traditionally Hawaiian, but it's a practicing religion within the islands here today. And this monastery is stunningly beautiful. It's a beautiful representation of Hinduism. And it's nestled kind of in the lush interior of Kauai's east side. And you can explore the Hindu monastery either with a self-guided tour. They do have walking tours and they have a public guided tour. You know, they have some really nice botanical gardens there. They have these really cool waterways and ponds and you can watch them they they actually do carving and they uh have interesting statues and structures and historical photographs throughout the property and it's free and they do ask for donations so you definitely want to check that out Kauai's hindu monastery it's a real sacred place and you can kind of learn about Hinduism and life practices of the monks. They have actual monks that, that live there. So it's something worth doing. Also on Kauai, Koke'e National History Museum. 
This is a small museum. It's located within Koke'e Park. So if you're going to be heading up to Waimea Canyon, which is kind of like the Grand Canyon of the Pacific, this is a nice stop after you've done that. It's a natural history museum, and it has a lot of the history of the island. There's a visitor center there where you can learn about the area. They have maps and books and a lot of kind of interesting souvenir items that you can take back there. And like I said, it's a nice companion thing to do if you're going to be going to Waimea Canyon because there's some amazing views from there that you can check out. There's some, including some hiking trails that you can, if you want to, you know, explore a little bit, you, they've got some great hiking trails up there as well. And again, it's free, but there is a uh, donation that you of a dollar per person that they suggest when you go there. And it's open every day of the year, so no matter when you go, you'll definitely find it there. Moving over to the Big Island, there's the Lyman Museum and Mission House, and this is affiliated with the Smithsonian Institute. And the Lyman Mission and Museum House has been telling the story of the Hawaiian Islands and its people since 1931. It's been restored over the years from its uh, initial construction in 19, I mean in 1839. And the Mission House displays some really uh, like state-of-the-art exhibits that you're going to find there. And it gives you a nice well-rounded view of Hawaii and Hawaii life. Uh, which, you know, from 150 years ago, what it was like there. Now, the Lyman Museum is located right next door to the Mission House, which is a collection of artifacts, and they have fine art in there and uh, history exhibits, and it also offers a lot of explanations as well. And there's a, also a gift shop there where you can, once again, find some really very unique souvenirs. And really remember this, because a lot of times when you end up up there in Volcano, the weather is crappy. You know, Hilo side is very unpredictable, and more often than not, the weather is not that great. So remember this, this museum, because there's also the Jagger Museum up there, which a lot of people go to. And that's located right within Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. And this is basically a museum of volcanology with a lot of displays of scientific equipment and things that, that are used in the park. And you can check out some of the clothing and the gear that scientists use when they work around a lot of the molten hot lava and watch the seismographs as they measure the Earth's vibrations underground. You can actually see that there's, it's quite interesting. And the museum also has one of the best views of Kilauea Caldera. So you can really see a lot there. And again, considering the weather that sometimes can occur there, this is an important place to remember. And uh, once you've paid your entrance fee into the park, you can go to the Jagger Museum. It's free to enter. And I, I think it's really a must-do when you're exploring Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Let's swing over to Maui now and talk about the we the Wohing Temple Museum. Hawaii has an antiquated history, and the Chinese uh, arrived here even before the missionaries and the whalers. And the Wohing Society was formed in 1909 as kind of a fraternal society. And in 1912, the society built two-story temple right in Lahaina. And it's located on Front Street. So if you're on Front Street, you really can't miss it. And it's really worth stepping inside this place and learning about it because it takes you back 
to the history of China in Hawaii and the Chinese in Hawaii. And there's some amazing artifacts in there. I mean, you you, you will be amazed by what's be- what, what's in there and on display. Uh, it, it's actually been restored to its early 1900s look and feel. They did that back in 1983. When members of the Wohink Society decided to donate money to bring this dilapidated temple back to life, they figured they'd operate it as a museum. And again, you, you could donate money. There's no charge, but they do have a suggested donation of $5. It's open six days a week from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So check out the Wohing Temple Museum. It's also opened on Fridays from 1 to 8 p.m. So if you want to do it in the evening on a Friday night, that's certainly doable. Another one on Maui, and we'll kind of end with this one, is the Lahaina Jodo uh, Mission. And it's a popular attraction there. It has beautiful landmarks, and it's kind of crowded there. Uh, but it's in a peaceful atmosphere kind of in the mountains there and it has a history that goes back to the early 1900s also around 1912 and you're going to find a lot of cool things there they have the temple which is beautiful and then they have the great buddha and then there's the pagoda and the bell tower and all of this overlooks this beautiful uh scenic vista you can see lanai and you can see molokai and Ko'olawe from from here and it's really a beautiful place to go and check out the grounds are open every day also i'm not sure about the times i didn't get the times but i'll put those on our website so you want to check that out and i just want to mention there is some stuff on lanai and also molokai Um, on lanai they have the lanai culture and heritage center that has some really interesting things i i just wrote it down here i only briefly went to that uh, once when I was on Lanai, and I did enjoy the center. It has uh, some beautiful artifacts, and it gives you a little bit of cultural uh, perspective of what has happened to Lanai, and you know, as it, as it was a pl- really a plantation island, and the history of it and all of that is there. So uh, hopefully uh, that helps you out with uh, the museums if you're going to be coming here. If you have any questions about that, feel free to give me a call or drop me an email, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. Remember, we do this every Friday. Please tell your friends. I'd appreciate a comment or two. If you like the show, please let me know. Uh, please go to iTunes and you know, leave a comment there. I'd love to get your feedback. If you have a question and you're working on an itinerary, you need help with your Hawaii vacation. Really, that's what we do. That's our bread and butter. And we take pride in, in helping folks plan the, the most memorable Hawaii vacations. No matter what stage you're in, I could probably help you. So please reach out to me, Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. Don't forget, we have a new podcast, Lucky We Live 808. And that's with myself and the poor man, Wade. Wade Fishman. That's a fun podcast. We talk about life here in Hawaii, what it's like to live here, the challenges of living here, and more importantly, why we're so happy and lucky that we live in these beautiful islands. So check that out, luckywelive808.com. It's also available in iTunes. You can also stay in touch with us by following me on Twitter. I'm at Aloha Bruce. Our Facebook page, Hawaii.Vacation, our app, Hawaii Aloha, and more, most importantly, the best way to stay connected is through our blog, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog. We have several writers who put up great articles every day for your pleasure so that you can learn more about the islands because the more you know, 
the more informed decisions you can make when you plan your Hawaii vacation. That's going to wrap it up. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, we'll say aloha and mahalo.